victims, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. I'm Lance, and with me as always, my co-hosts, uh, Brian and Philip. How's it going, guys? What's up? Pretty good. <laughs> I'm at a Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi uh, free house for at least two more days till the technician can get here. So doing it over the phone. Apologies, everybody, if there's any uh, sound quality problems. It's like going back to the Stone Age. Uh, yeah, it kind of <laughs> feels that way. Some little Flintstones action going. <laughs> so what's up with you guys? Haven't feels like I haven't seen you in forever. Oh, uh, you were here last week. You just had slight accent going. It still it still <laughs> it still feels like forever, dude. Um, three graduation three graduations and three graduation parties this year, but we're done. We're done for two more years. <laughs> and, uh, Little hungover, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, having to having to rush to get back from Texas Frightmare after only one day to make it on time for the party and all. Um, joys of road tripping with electric car, you know, finding chargers and all that shit. Actually, uh, yeah. We, yeah, AJ and I had a fun trip home from uh, San Antonio because we we had a really slow charger at a Walmart, so we got to fucking walk around Walmart like a couple of bums for an hour. Looking at all kinds of weird, buying all kinds of weird shit that we would never buy. Like, uh, she got mole, which we, we haven't made mole in forever, so we're having that tonight. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> it all paid off. What's up? <laughs> What's up with you, Brian? Nothing. Uh, we're, we're recording the show a, a day later, but it was all fine with me because I had a house full of kids. Yeah. Had my, my three nieces over and. When Phil called and said, can we do it the next day? I was kind of like, yes, because there was no <laughs> way I was going to be able to do it with, with kids running around. So it was so it was a blessing. Yeah, I guess. Good thing. All right, cool. It's good to good to be back with you guys. Philip, is it uh, did it rain down there today? Yeah, it's been kind of spotty, yeah. but they still had baseball practice. So the wife took him. All it's right. it's the all star team, so I'm not coaching this one. So ah, I, <laughs> I feel like a third wheel standing out there and just watching. <laughs> I figured figured you'd be the all star coach for sure, man. I I I could have been one of the assistant coaches, but uh, I I I was like, hey, I'm happy just being a dad that helps, and then that didn't really give me anything to do. So I'm like, well, I'll go drive around on a frozen daiquiri or something. <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm sure there was alcohol involved. <laughs> Oh man! All right, were you guys ready to to jump into cool of the week? Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll jump in first because I only have two. All right. Um, my first one, I checked. Uh, both of these we reviewed the trailer for. 
the first one is um, the Black Demon, the ah. basically the Megalodon based on the me- Mexican folklore. Oh, not yeah. great, not great, not great. <laughs> I was kind of looking forward to it, man. Um, I can't think of the actor's name. I think uh, he always makes me think of Patrick Wilson. I was going to say, I thought it was Patrick Wilson. Was it the guy from the new Purge movie? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he was, I think he got his big start in uh, Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, that, that, you're right, Lance. Oh, that dude that kind of looks like Patrick. I know. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, he's, um, he basically works for this big oil corporation and he gets sent to Mexico to check, do an inspection on an oil rig. And when he gets there, like, the town is kind of almost deserted and the people are there like just kind of looking at him strange and right. nobody wants to deal with him and <laughs> he goes to the he goes to the oil rig and finds out most of the people are dead except for a couple people and they keep trying to tell him about the the black demon they, they said it in spanish but um, my spanish is not too great but they kept they kept trying to tell him about the folklore and their beliefs and why they think is here and of course you know he's like oh superstitious bullshit right and that was all cool and stuff learning about the folklore and the myth and all like that and why they think it's there and but you barely got any of the actual megalodon ah just like here and there and cgi was not great either if you're gonna have a shark movie, you gotta have a shark in it. It's Jaws definitely because it was yeah, no shit. Forty years ago, <laughs> right? And it, it definitely doesn't have its fun aspect to it, like the Meg. So yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So not not a recommendation. I mean, if you're super into we, you know, lands, we know some people that are super into shark movies. If yes, we do. Yes, we do, Mike. Yes, we yep. do, Mike. Scratch it off the list if you're super into shark <laughs> movies. If you're not, you can skip right. it. But uh, cool of the week, I'll go with um, another trailer we reviewed, uh, Malum, the remake to Night Shift. Oh, oh yeah, okay. okay. Right, same okay. same director basically did a Sam Raimi and got more money and wanted to right. do, do the original version of his movie better. And... Oh. Um, yeah, you got a lot more to the story. Um, the acting was pretty decent. The practicals were, were pretty good. Right. And um, if you've seen the original one, you get the gist of the story. It's just a little bit more like backstory of, of her father and, and the, 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 the people that are the, the, the killers. You get a little bit more backstory on them. And then, uh, there, like I said, there was some cool practical effects. And... Um, Pretty decent movie, so that's such a weird remake. Yeah, yeah. Just redo your old movie. Yeah, but I guess I guess if anybody's gonna remake something, it'd probably be the director that did the original one because yeah, sure. Probably probably didn't have the budget to really yeah what he wanted to do. So, but I do recommend. If anybody hasn't seen the original one, watch the original one first. And then, yeah, which uh, which anthology was that in again, Brian? Oh, it was a full movie. 
Ah, okay. All right. So it's just a re just a redone movie. Were they both the same the same basic length then? Yeah, same story, just oh, more okay. explanation, more explanation, better better uh, practical effects. It's um, like how there was like two different versions of that Exorcist beginning movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like like I said, uh, Evil Dead. Yeah. Sure. Uh, sure. Kind of went the second one kind of went with a little bit different tone and this one has a slightly little bit darker tone than the original one. The original one had a dark tone, but like I said, when you get into the backstory of why stuff happened in the past and why is it affecting her now, it's a little bit darker. So I do recommend, I of course recommend the original one, but I do recommend the, the new one. Oh, that, that's always a, that's always a good thing when they, when it's darker, you know? Yeah. So that that's all I had time for this week was this those two. All right, how do how do you spell that again? You said it's Malik. Malum, M A L U M. M A L U M. All right, sorry man, just putting it down in the cool of the week. They should have just made it the night shift um, too. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the night shift part part do you, Philip? Part one and a half. And I. <laughs> Was supposed to start the new Arnold Schwarzenegger Netflix series Foo Bar. I didn't get a chance to start it yet. So uh, I didn't even know uh, anything talk- about that. <laughs> yeah, it's his new action series. Uh, all I've seen so far is like the he's like if you watch like YouTube, like he Netflix. There's a bunch of Netflix ads where they made Arnold like the chief action movie executive of Netflix and. Huh. They're oh showing all the upcoming action movies I got coming up, and I have Fubar's, not even seen any of those ads. Yeah, Fubar is based. I think basically it's just him. He's a retired, some kind of special agent, and he has to come out of retirement. And it's Arnold, so I say he's like oh. eighty. Cool. <laughs> yeah, he, he still looks good though. <laughs> hey man, that's Arnold, dude. He'll be around forever. No, that's true. <laughs> he looks a hell of a lot better than fucking what's his name, uh, uh, fat Nick ass. No, Seagal. Oh, Seagal. Seagal. Yeah. yeah. He's fine. Weird. Dyed hair with his widow peak yeah. that just appeared later in life. <laughs> Wonder how that happened. <laughs> what do you expect from a Russian sympathist, right? <laughs> Is that, is that where is that where he's at now? I think so, <laughs> Philip. You should know, dude. You're in the military. You got the inside info, don't you? I, no, man. I know. I'm military for like <laughs> 15, 20 years now. Do you guys remember when uh, Seagal was like, kind of like at the height of his action movie career, was telling people he was in the CIA? Vaguely. He says a lot of things. That yeah, are- he was he was doing the saying it but not saying it because you know i'm not supposed to talk about it and i was like shut up (laughs) (laughs) and if you guys want to see something hilarious watch that show where he was like a sheriff in like louisiana oh yeah i I was gonna say tom segura's got a bit on that where he he talks about steven seagal (laughs) as a cop in new orleans it's hilarious because depending on who he's talking to like his accent changes (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. kind of like kind of like madonna when she got with guy Ritchie, huh yeah and then she was british for, for however long they was married 
Jerry. And she was Jewish for a while. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> she was gay for like that. a day. <laughs> uh, oh, well, man, man I, I don't have a ton of stuff. Um, I watched uh, Jack Ryan's Shadow Recruit with uh, Chris yeah? Pine. Okay. Oh. I hadn't seen it in forever. And uh, I had been watching the the Amazon series of Jack Ryan, and it's they're coming out with a new season pretty soon. Yeah, I got to get on got, that because yeah. uh, I guess that's the going to be the final season. Yeah, it's pretty good, man. The 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 Amazon series I, I've watched all of it. It's it's pretty awesome. I like it. I heard that's good, and the the Jack Reacher series is good too. Yes. Yeah, I was pretty impressed with the Reacher series. I guess it's more uh, akin to the book. Where he's okay. this giant hulking guy. He's the dude from uh, Blue Mountain State. You guys yeah. saw that. Okay. Yeah. So he's so he's not little short Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise, five foot six Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, that was a weird <laughs> casting decision for him. Yeah. <laughs> but with with that being said, I did like him as Jack Reacher in the movie. Just yeah, he was pretty the, good. The, the way he yeah. shit talked everybody before he just destroyed them. Yeah. Tom Cruise is great to make fun of because, like, his movies are still pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. I think I think we all I think we all had uh, what was the Top Gun Maverick in our in our top five last year. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was a good movie. And uh, <laughs> the the new Mission Impossible, the the stunts I saw like behind the scenes of some of the stunts that he yeah. actually did. I'm like, this this guy is a fucking maniac. He's like Jackie Chan, probably about the same size. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> I, I can see that. Yeah, that's a good comparison, Philip. <laughs> Is, like American Jackie Chan. Sure. Less kung fu and more jumping out of planes. <laughs> and uh, a lot of running. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, speaking of Amazon, I watched uh, their new series. Has nothing to do with horror again, but uh, it's, it's called Jury Duty. It's got. Uh, I've, I've heard great pretty, things. It's yeah, funny. It's, <laughs> it's been recommended to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a uh, James Marsden in it, and it's like The Office. But if they hired a dude who didn't know that it was a TV show, just like a real life guy. Oh, boy. And so this guy goes <laughs> in jury duty. James Marsden is there and a bunch of other. Like. I, E-list kinda, actors. Kind of B-list. I thought <laughs> yeah. that's what you were getting at. <laughs> that, that, he, that he, you know, he, they, he wouldn't recognize. And, sure. uh, and And the whole show is just trying not to screw this up. And James Marsden is crazy. He drops like this gigantic shit in his toilet that's all coming up out of it. <laughs> it's really good. And then at the end, uh, they have like a really, oh, uh, a really cool message. And I was like, wow, that was almost kind of heartwarming at the end after being really funny. <laughs> it's pretty great. Like crazy shit keeps happening. And he's like, I feel like I'm on a right. reality show. <laughs> like, you kind of are, man. <laughs> Uh, and that's that's all I got this week. But I highly recommend all that. Right. That's definitely cool. for the week. So, so we can put you down for jury duty then. Yeah, this definitely. Nice, <laughs> nice. All right. Well, my uh, my cool of the week was also based on a, a trailer that Brian had us watch. Uh, and I didn't realize until about halfway through the movie, I'm like, this filmmaking style is really fucking familiar. Uh, and I was like, I, I got to look it up and see who directed this. I didn't even realize uh, Robert Rodriguez directed the new uh, Hypnotic. I was hoping you were going to talk about this because oh every 
God. Body says it's a big piece of shit. Okay. Uh-oh. Well, as usual, I'm going to be different than everybody else. This could easily make it on my top ten. I wow. fucking love this movie, man. I I I adored it, man, because, uh, yeah, Affleck, is, is he the best? Well, he's definitely a better director than he is an actor, but yeah, he's passable. But the side characters are great, man, and you've got just don't think you know what's going on. That's what I like about it. And it was good seeing uh, what, what's his name, uh, William Fick, Fickner, the guy yeah. that played the accountant in the Tom Cruise movie, or I mean, mm-hmm. Tom Cruise, Nick Cage movie, uh, Drive Angry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was phenomenal in it. Great, great bad guy. That I can say. That's no spoiler because they, they reveal that in the first five minutes. But it's uh, I, I, it's a mind-bending movie. I, I would say that it's not what I was expecting at all. Not from uh, Robert Rodriguez. That's weird. Yeah, and dude, just when – and he wrote it too. He co-wrote it with another guy that he's worked with before. So it's like – it's one of those movies where just when you think you're starting to figure out what's going on, they, they give you a big twist. And that's like maybe 20, 30 minutes into the movie. And then after that, you get another twist. It's kind of like peeling layers of an onion. It's it's mm. <laughs> very much like Shrek. It's uh, <laughs> it's really cool, man. And, and then More what like they do. Is, well, what they do about halfway through the movie, it like basically everything you've been following narrative wise literally completely flips around. Where absolutely nothing you thought was true was true, and every everything was a lie and a and a fabrication. It had, um, I guess I'd say it had some Matrix vibes to it a little bit. It had some uh, Truman Show vibes to it a little bit. I don't want to give too much away, but um, if everybody's saying it's a piece of shit, as usual, uh, Lance disagrees with the masses. <laughs> I fucking loved it, man. I uh, huh. I was not expecting much. I thought I was going to hate it, truly. But I think a lot of people want just, you know, a, a good popcorn movie, and it doesn't sound like that. It, it's it, – it's pop, but it is still popcornish, dude, because you got the crazy uh, set pieces. Like there's a part where they go to Mexico, and they've got this uh, hidden bunker that this dude's saying. <laughs> He's like a computer whiz. It's uh, it, it's it's pretty amazing. I, if for me, I I enjoyed the hell out of it. I just maybe, it, it was a really fun time, man. Maybe it's because it, it sounds like it's something you wouldn't expect from Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Maybe, maybe people that went in knowing that it was a Robert Rodriguez film was kind of expecting something else. Machete, machete. Yeah, I was about to ask, did, did Danny Trejo show up? No, unfortunately, that that would have been fucking amazing if he had. But uh, Selma yeah. Hayek cameo. Um, no Selma Hayek, but you had the chick that plays uh, Queen of the South. Uh, oh, I, 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 you, I know, was, you know what I'm talking about. Alice Alice Braga. Alice Braga, yes, yeah. yes, easy on the eyes. Yep, for sure. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I I had fun with it. But I've, I've got a can I get a can I get in a second cool of the week this week? No. Sure. Um, no. Another another <laughs> one, another one that I'm hearing a lot of hate about. Like I've got a couple of coworkers that are like, "Oh man, it's gone back to the the childish Star Wars again. It's not the Western that it was the first two seasons. It's all different." I'm fucking loving the Mandalorian. I've only got one more episode to go. I and haven't I'm, heard anybody say anything bad about it. 
oh, I must just be the people that that, that are my coworkers then that are assholes <laughs> that don't fucking love anything. <laughs> well, tell uh, them they'll save their hate. Tell them to save their hate. There's, they're making new Star Wars movies, and that's when everybody yes. will. I burned out on it, man. I haven't watched the third season, but I sort of uh, had. To, I feel like to. I had to trudge through that second season, man. No, you're you'll 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 like it, man. It's um, let me put it to this way: there's a lot more Grogu in it, which is pretty cool because he's yeah. like developing his skills, and he's obviously very very powerful with the Force. Which well, is really gotta cool. sell toys. So, well, I'm, I'm super. I'm super excited about it, man. And um, I haven't seen the finale. Is this supposed to be the last season, guys? Or do you guys know? I gonna... have not even started the new season. All right. Well, you can you can get there pretty quickly. There's a couple of like 45, 50 minute episodes, but most of them are like you know 36 minutes or so. And uh, there's only eight of them, so you you can get through it like in a, in a night or two. Easily. Yeah, I was. You just know? waiting. I was just waiting for it to end so I can binge the whole season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. that's well, that's what I'm doing, man, and I'm I'm not regretting it. I'm loving every bit of it, man. It's great. Yeah, and, great and I was I was me. wondering how the Ahsoka show was going to go on if that was going to be more than one season because uh, that one actor he looked like he had a big part in the the series and he passed away. Uh, was it Ray Stevenson? Oh, oh did he? Yeah. Oh man, that fell under the radar for me. I didn't didn't realize he he passed away. Yeah. Well, shit, dude. I think they're pulling it out. So I, I had a pretty good week, man. Considering most of my week was spent doing family shit, and I get to barely sneak in a couple of watches. But uh, no, I, I you guys check out Hypnotic and tell me what what you guys think about it. It's uh, it's out there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's what I was gonna ask. <laughs> and it's a damn good clean copy too. Um, yeah. How was uh, how was Texas Frightmare in the 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 whole new setup, right? New location um, setup. Te- Texas Frightmare, as always, like you you get there and it, you always you're a little bit nervous at first. Like, man, am I gonna get the sound bites I want to get? Am I gonna get be able to get to this person, get to that person? Yeah, and you got to kind of learn the new layout. It's a little bit different. I can tell you the wait to get in was like wrapped all the way through the bottom floor of the parking garage. Oh. And that's when I knew it was going to be a very fucking packed frightmare. So, Why don't you uh, just tell them you're from The Horror Returns? They'll let you right in. Um, <laughs> that's that's kind of what happened, man. I was there with, uh, I met up with Alex and Chad from Binge Media. So we kind of yeah, had like I, the one two punch, and then Nez I, met up with us. And, oh. Yeah, I saw, of course, Nez. Nez was quite busy at, at Texas Frightmare. And then I seen the, the binge yes. boys. Uh, they, they got to meet a lot of people. They got to meet art. Yeah. They got to meet uh, John Carpenter, a lot of people. Yeah. And they, uh, they actually attended the, uh, the, the screening of they live the night before I, I was only oh, there nice. Friday night, man. It, I'll tell you what it was. Once I got there and got in the groove and had a couple of gin and tonics, it was like, I felt like I was with my kind. Yeah. And just fucking amazing, dude. Just only thing missing was YouTube. Yeah, sorry, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If if we don't do this next year together, we got to get our heads examined, boys. <laughs> yeah, just, we'll make it happen. <laughs> it's, just pure, it's just pure joy, man. I didn't want to leave, but alas, I had responsibilities. So uh, yeah, I was. Chad Chad introduced me to something called Liquid IV. Have you guys ever heard of this? Yes. Oh yeah. It. Does work. <laughs> I had a raging <laughs> headache 
when I woke up, man, I was like, how the fuck am I going to drive home? And you mix a little bit of that stuff in a bottle of water and shake it up, and you're good to go, man, at least for five or six hours. Yep. uh, It does work. (laughs) Had to, uh, not going to say who, but I had to give some of that to somebody a couple weeks ago. They had never (laughs) heard of it, and I was like, it works. It does work. It does work. Um, As far as sound bites, man, I tried, dude. I I got to Keith David's. He just wouldn't do it, man. Uh, I stuck in and got up there early and everything. I, I got to talk with him, shake his hand and everything, but he was just like, man, I just can't do a soundbite. There's too many people that ask. And You tell him uh, that's understandable. You tell him how much, how high we hold him up, especially over David Keith. I Keith. did. Yeah. Told him the whole, told him <laughs> the whole story, man, and he, he cracked a smile. He enjoyed it, but... I'm not mad. I'm not mad about it at all. We we did definitely get some good sound bites for whenever we do our killer clown commentary that we got coming up for Sean one of these days. Uh, so we got the Kyoto brothers to all do an intro for us, which was pretty cool. Nice. And a couple of other awesome. actors from the film. So we'll we'll make it work. But uh, yeah, dude, next year we got to go. <laughs> you gotta. Um, and then. Like I said, I think a Vegas trip is inevitable at some point. Oh, yeah. I guess we have to now. Well, it's funny because the flights to Vegas for you, Brian, are like literally one-fourth as much as they cost for you to get to Dallas. Yeah. (laughs) That's how they get you in Vegas. Tell you the flights. Yeah. And then they take your money when you're there. We, we, we won't do much gambling, but we'll definitely hit the universal, yeah, I'm not uh, a, universal I, part. I learned my lesson one year in in my early 20s about gambling in Vegas. So You learned well, <laughs> I'm sure. Young Padawan. Yes. yes. <laughs> Take 100 bucks that you can lose and play with it. <laughs> that's what I do. 100 bucks a day. That's my limit, man. Uh, it's gone. Much it's more gone. And if, it, hey, and if that $100 doubles it, which it's done before, I'm fucking out of there and drinking there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it was awesome. Thanks for asking, guys. It was, uh, nice. like I said, the only thing missing was YouTube. Well, definitely happening next year is just life. Life happens. Uh, I am. Yeah. I, it does make me happy that, that I got to see a picture of you and Nez together, though. Yeah, yeah, it was always good seeing Nez, man. Always good seeing Nez. <laughs> And I'll for anybody it. for anybody asking, there will be a Wrestling Returns episode filmed. I just been super busy. Nez was ready to go with it, and I just I couldn't do it. So it, it will be out this week and action. And we we got uh, we got some recommendations for us to to do episodes on. So they will be coming. I am cool. I am sure that all the listeners are fine with that, man. <laughs> we yep. got um, some very loyal listeners. I, I will tell you, we gave away about 200 koozies at Frightmare, so uh, nice. we might have a few new listeners coming up. Zim, yeah. I, I got your recommendations. They're coming, definitely. All right. So, uh, is it time? Does that mean it's time for horror headlines? Brought to you by Brian. Yeah, um, a little bit more news in the past couple weeks. Because it just kind of, kind of feels like everything's kind of not really moving until I think I said next or last week that I didn't think anything was going to pick up until Comic Con. Sure. Mm-hmm. But we got a little bit. Um, I don't know why this is happening, but 
we're getting another Resident Evil movie. <laughs> but I read two different on, reports man. on it. The first report saying it's going to be a sequel to the the newest one that came out, the the right. Welcome to Raccoon City, which was not good. But then I yeah, read another. Yeah, I think I ever saw it. It's. <laughs> I know. It I makes Phil. It'll make you mad because there's they have They have they mix practical right. and CGI in there. And huh. the CGI is so fucking bad. Yeah. So I, it, it, it makes you, it's so bad, it makes you forget that there was practicals in it. Ow. How do we still have bad CGI at this point? Jurassic Park the, was like, they, they brought 20, back the, 30 years ago. <laughs> they brought back the zombie dogs in the new one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm always a fan of the zombie dogs, but. But they look like cartoons. <laughs> yeah. Like Scooby Doo, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Scooby Doo was a masterpiece compared to what was done in that movie. But I read a different uh, news article saying that it's not a sequel to that one. They're like they're starting fresh from all over again. So I don't know. I'm they're kinda... gonna keep going until they get a good one and then start a new franchise. I guess. Uh, they'll probably just bring Mila Jovovich back. <laughs> no, nah, dude, they won't do that. They got they got to bring somebody like um, uh, who, could, who 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 would y'all say would be the perfect new uh, action female action star for that role? Kind of hard to say, isn't it? Jeez, I, I kind of I kind of liked what's her name in the that last Tomb Raider movie. Oh uh, yeah, she was really the good. one yeah. from X X Machina X or Machina. whatever. Yeah, that's right. That's right. She because she, off. even though that wasn't a great movie, she really fit the role of uh, Laura Croft to me, and I, I thought mm-hmm. as if they continued it, she'd probably progress. And I Laura, don't know. What's the girl's name from uh, Midsummer? Uh, Florence Pugh. Uh, Florence yes, Pugh. I I don't think she would do an action movie like that. Uh-huh. Well, she's but dude, she's the new, she's the new Black Widow. So is she? Oh, yeah. that's yeah. right. That's right. She could pull which, it off. Which I heard she's getting. She came out and said a, a lot of her, uh, a lot of the indie film scene crowd is pissed off that she's in the Marvel MCU. Oh come on, Jesus I'm like, Christ! I heard it. somebody refer to it as uh, Hollywood jury duty. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! Hey, Fuck. give give me a check. I'll be in the no MCU. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're you're immortalized if you make it into the MCU. Yeah. Yeah, I mean she she I, I'm sure she's gonna she's it's not like she's not gonna continue to do indie films and stuff like that. So I don't know. People just don't want the next person to make money, I guess. But she's yeah. awesome. Like as far as somebody that could actually do some stunts and stuff, I think she yeah. pulled it off. I like the the actor. Have you Phil, have you seen John Wick Four? I have not seen it yet. Okay, there's a Lance. You've seen it, right? Yes. The the Asian actress that that she has a moment where she's kicking ass. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, the, she da- was the pretty, daughter. Yeah, she was. When you you you'll see her when you watch it, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. She she was kicking a lot of ass in it, and she looked like she was fairly young. So how 
how has Philip not seen? My mind just got blown. I know, dude. How has fucking Philip not seen John Wick Four? There's a lot of movies I want to go see at the movie theater. I just don't get well, the opportunity oh very often. John, John Wick Four, it's out there. Okay, I, f- I was gonna yeah. ask if it's if it's ready to go. <laughs> it's and it's it's in HD. So okay, cool. <laughs> I, I can tell you, I can tell you one thing, Brian. When I it was a battle to get to Boogeyman because I missed two showings of it, but when I finally got to see it. I was really tempted to make a right turn into the Spider Verse. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was it was a tough choice. Tough choice. Uh, me and my I took my daughter. We we really we wanted to see Boogeyman and Spider Man, but you know we were yeah. doing it for the show and yeah. I really want to go see the machine. The machine. Yep. Oh yeah. Pressure one. <laughs> I heard that's getting pretty good reviews. It looked like it was going to be awesome. He's funny. Yep. Better better reviews than hypnotic, I guess, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you guys seen One Cut of the Dead? Yes. I don't think so. Think yeah, single shot zombie movie, but then you find out it's like meta because it's a yeah. movie and a movie. Huh. Uh, they yeah. uh, There's a French remake called uh, The Final Cut, and it's getting okay. a theatrical... Release date on July fourteenth. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm for it. I wasn't a big fan of One Cut of the Dead, so I thought it was a fun like movie, a, man. Don Don and Nelly will fight you. <laughs> is that one of those, uh, like a Korean movie or something? Yeah. Uh, is it Korean? I think it's South Korean. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Could They've be been wrong. big on zombies lately. Yep. Uh, let's see, a uh, friend of the show, uh, Art the Clown, we'll be seeing him yes. again. Terrified 3 begins filming later this year, officially with a much bigger budget than the uh, first two movies. I, That's Chad awesome. and I were talking about that over the weekend, that we just hope the big budget doesn't kill it. The spirit of it, you know? Mm-hmm. Might make it a good horror icon, man. Yeah, he's, he's already that. Three That's movies. Yeah. Ju- judging by his line at Frightmare, he's he's arrived. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, 2021's Wrong Turn. Uh, the writer of that, uh, Alan B. McElroy, he's hoping to make two more sequels uh, off of that one. Okay. Which, uh, I don't know if you got any listener feedback. I won't say nothing, but we've already had somebody respond to that one that wasn't a big fan of the remake. So I think oh. we'll have to cover that one next week because I had yeah. to make the notes several days ago, so we're going to be behind on. Okay. Week. Yeah. Well, I'll just, I'll, we'll talk about it next week. The person wasn't a not a fan of the remake, so which I I, I thought it, I thought it was fine. It was in my it was in my top ten, man. Yeah, it <laughs> so. it, it did what a what a remake to me. It took elements of the original one and it kind of made its own thing. And if you're gonna do exactly what the original one was, just make a sequel to the original one then, or make sure. another one in the franchise. And so I, I was cool with it. Yeah, I don't remember hating it, but I kind of also don't remember it. Yeah. Loving it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, let's see. There's been a lot of Nightmare on Elm Street talk the past week. I don't know. It's because as we're recording this on um, what, what's today? Monday. Forgot what day it was. Uh, Tuesday. Tomorrow is going to be Robert England Day. Huh. Huh. Uh, so 
watch your favorite Robert England movies, I guess. Um, but there's been just a lot like of a national talk. holiday. <laughs> I think so. There's there's been a lot of like hashtag Robert England Day and. <laughs> there's a day for everything. <laughs> I know his his documentary comes out on Screenbox tomorrow, so. Okay. There you go. But there's been a lot of talk about a new. Nightmare on Elm Street movie, the the Craven estate has control of the rights again, not the studio. Okay. Robert England has an idea how to do it, and somebody other than him has kind of stepped up to say he wants to play Freddy Krueger. I think Robert England could totally still do it. He can still pull it off. Yeah, he's yeah. not like walking around with a cane or anything. Yeah. He could, he could yeah. do it. Well, this person that stepped up to say it is Devin Sawa. Oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He's got, to, he's got to pull Moose's head into a TV set <laughs> and say, welcome to I would, I would kind of, if Robert England has an idea, yeah. I would like to see whatever this idea that Robert England has and Devin Sawa give it a try. Why not? I mean, yeah. I'm all, I'm all in, man. I mean, if Robert England signed off on it, you have to at least give it a shot. Yeah. Because I think he wanted to... He I, I think originally when I read something about his idea, it was a base, It was basically it was going to take place after the events of Dream Warriors. Okay. Okay. So do another one of those, like a Halloween yeah. type thing? Yeah. Secret universe. Eh, so. I don't know about that, but all right. Well, you guys remember when we did the retrospective, it kind of went downhill after three, so. Yeah, it went way downhill. Yeah. I don't know if I want to lose all those from camp. Yeah, because those was a big part of my childhood, those ones. Yeah, same here. I think think it just kind of went downhill because how much we liked three. Yeah. Yes, yes, agreed. Totally agreed. Like a legitimately good movie. (laughs) And then the rest of them were just... Schlocky sure. bullshit. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, got a couple more things here. Clint Howard is working on a sequel to 1995's cult classic Ice Cream Man. I knew you were going to say Ice Cream Man. <laughs> Which I... Ice Cream Man is one of those, like, so bad it's good horror movies. Sure, sure. Clint Howard is the star. Oh, so. my God. I, it's I not, you, it's not I blood, it's grenadine. What's that? It's grenadine for my ice cream treats. <laughs> I would I would love to see him show up in one of the new Star Trek series, reprising his role from one of the first episodes of the original series, where he played the little childish midget alien. Yeah. <laughs> <was just> like <laughs> controlling everybody, but... Oh know. my gosh, I do remember that episode. That's a, yeah, that's a lot to ask he, for. He looked that's exactly the same just as a child. He'd be great, man. He'd be great. <laughs> well, if, I don't know if you listened to last week's episode. I, I thought he was pretty of good in uh, uh, the Nicolas Cage Western, the old way. Oh yeah, he the was, old ways. The, brand, yeah, the new yeah. one you saw. Sure. Yeah, he was one of the henchmen. Yeah, oh, that of, makes sense. Of course I listen to y'all's fucking show through and through, man. Give me a break. He looks like a henchman. Give me some credit. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. And I guess we'll finish with uh, Robert Eggers' uh, Nosferatu remake has wrapped filming. So we should be getting a trailer for that one. 
that's that's a that's a big plate to take a bite out of, man. Like you're gonna have to really kill that. <laughs> I think I think I think our guest the last time we did a Robert Eggers film was was saying he had a tendency to what smell his own farts. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> He was, uh, if I remember, not a big fan of not just that movie we reviewed right. uh, of Robert Eggers. Uh, I'm gonna pull up. I'm, I'm gonna pull up the cast list. I remember it was quite, uh, quite the cast he's assembled for this. It better be creepy as hell. Wow. I'm, gonna, uh, I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess Norman Osborn is in there. Uh, let me see. <laughs> yes, he is. Of course. I'm gonna uh, guess uh, the little blonde girl. What's her name? Is in it? Uh, fuck. Well, she's not a girl anymore, but she still looks like one. Oh, uh, Anya Taylor Joy. Sure, sure. Uh, he's got a different little blonde girl. Ah, okay. He's got Lily Rose Depp, who of course is the daughter of Johnny Depp. Strange huh. casting. Okay. Uh, Bill Skarsgård. Of course. Nicholas Holt. Of course. Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Ralph Innocent. Yep, Ralph Innocent. And uh, Emma Corinne, which I, I haven't recognized her name. No uh, no Robert Pattinson, huh? No, I I, I just read he, he signed on to do another movie. A Batman movie? Uh, kind of indie movie. Oh. Of course. But he's, yeah, a lot of people are kind of wanting to see more Aaron Taylor Johnson, especially after uh, Bullet Train. Bullet Train. He was great yes. in that. He was he great, was in, great that. in that. <laughs> he, he may have been my favorite character in that movie. His name's yeah, actually, like I've read, read his, his name's been popping up, uh, James Bond talk. That okay. wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. I could see I could that. See yeah. And he doesn't have to fake the accent, which people were surprised yeah. to find out that was his actual accent. That yeah. see, and he throws in in Bullet Train some like UK slang that you wouldn't otherwise hear sure. from anyone else. <laughs> yeah, it was like the weirdest thing. I was listening to a review, and they thought uh, Brian Tyree Henry, the one that played the, his twin. Yeah, they thought he was really British. Yeah, and they thought yeah, Aaron Taylor Johnson was doing an accent, which he helped. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry with his accent because he was teaching him like the, the the slang and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So pretty that's, cool, bro. Pretty cool, yeah. bro. <laughs> Straight uh, out of Guy Ritchie movie. <laughs> uh, Nosferatu is due to come out sometime. I don't know. Probably Halloween. You think? Um, if they wrapped filming. I would say before the end of the year, yeah. Okay. That'd be awesome. Good Halloween movie for sure. Mm -hmm. I wonder who's playing Nosferatu. I don't know. I was wondering that too. Bill Skarsgård, probably. Oh, probably so, yeah. Yep, Count Orlock is Bill Skarsgård. (laughs) Okay. I can see it. Okay. (laughs) I'm sure I'll have the long fingers, right? better (laughs) (laughs) Willem Dafoe is in it and he's not playing Nosferatu 
Well, yeah, but Nosferatu <laughs> doesn't age, man. So, well, it'd be hard for Defoe to pull that off. Well, he already played Nosferatu, didn't he? Did he? Was he in uh, the uh, Shadow of the Vampire? Was that him? Yeah, that was him. There you go. There you go. And they got Nicholas Holt in this one? Uh-huh. Yeah. So is he going to play, play Renfield or what? <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> is there a Renfield in Nosferatu? <laughs> I have not seen Nosferatu in shit. I can't even tell you how long. Been a it's been like a while. Maybe we'll 20s. maybe I'll revisit for my thirty-one days this year. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it uh, Nosferatu comes out this year, definitely be on the the schedule. Nice. Yeah, we've never covered it. All right, that's the news. All right, uh, Philip, you ready? Yeah, man. Let's take a little trip. All right. Down to the trailer park. <laughs> you got it. What, uh, Brian? Bring us the big, the small, and the very, very weird. Oh, everybody's been asking for it. Yeah. Black Mirror season six. All right. Which uh, they advertised it as like, I think they said five films. Yes. Yeah. I noticed that, and then it said, and, and the first Red Mirror. What is yeah. that all about? Well, it looked like one of the episodes was somebody watching a Netflix series that yeah. was based on their lives, and they based were kind of flipping lives. out, like, that's not <laughs> what I say, and that's not what I did. And yeah. So yeah, that one looks I, a little I, more better. Yeah, yeah I kind of like that. The old social media thing, huh? And, of course, I've seen some recognizable faces in there. Salma Hayek, uh, Aaron Paul... Uh, I think I've seen, seen your girl in there near the end, uh, Zazie Beats. Oh, she yeah. I noticed Zazie right away. <laughs> but it definitely, the tone and just everything going on, it, it looks like a, a step above the last season. Well, I think anything would would have been, right, Philip? Uh, yeah. Well... I mean, it's hard for something like Black Mirror because it's been so consistently good. And then to have a season that's just sort of okay, it makes it seem like it sucks. So I hopefully they live up to it. Yeah. Um, nothing too much to say about it. So uh, I mean, I'm I excited. We'll- yeah, I, th- I think we'll all be talking about it here in a couple of weeks. It comes out uh, June fifteenth. So yeah, I mean, you got to get some real creative ideas in there to make that show work. And I, it, yeah, it's hard to keep up with that. I imagine. Yeah, especially because those early episodes were so good. Yeah. Yeah, the the pig fucking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the that's the first episode. A guy fucks a pig in the very yeah. first episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then he shows up as like twelve different uh, people in the in the movie Man last year. That guy, I can't think of his name. That guy's a good actor. Yeah, I want to say Rory Calhoun, but it's not Rory Calhoun. <laughs> that's yeah, going way back. That. Rory Culkin, maybe or no? That's, that's <laughs> one of the I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about the Aaron Paul episode because you guys know I love the <laughs> I love my space deep space horror movies so. Well, they got to, they got to top that one with Fat Damon though. 
Yeah. That, that yeah, that, that one was a good one, but that was almost kind of tongue in cheek. This this yeah. one looks like more of a real true, you know, horrors of space, you know, going mad in space for being out there alone so many years in a row. Because what they said that they got been out <laughs> going crazier and crazier over the course of two years. Yeah. Like it's just the two people on a fucking spaceship. <laughs> uh, Rory Kinnear. There you go. There it I is. Was <laughs> yeah, I was not Rory Culkin. <laughs> that's the that's the Culkin from uh, Succession, right? Which I I watched a I don't I forgot what it's called. Uh, is it called the Act Actors Panel or whatever? Okay. Where they get a bunch of it, it was. Um. Yeah, I can't think. It was uh. Damn. I'm just completely blank. <laughs> yeah, uh, different but, different people from from uh, Succession. It was Pedro Pascal. It was uh, ah. Roy Culkin. Okay. It was Idris. Um, I can't think of his name. He's in that show uh, Snowfall. He's the the lead actor. Okay. It was the dude uh, from you know, what's his name Jeff. Uh, Welcome Jeff to my Fahey? world. <laughs> no. Yeah, we really have movies, boys. The dude. The d- that dude. Oh, oh yeah, that sure. Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> he was there, and um, what's his name? Uh, that played Dahmer on the Netflix series. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, from American Horror Story. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about okay. Is basically they they do like every time you can watch them on YouTube. They have like different actors or directors or something. And they just ask them a bunch of questions, and it was very interesting. Rory okay. Culkin has turned into a pretty decent actor, man. I like him. Yeah, he kind of took over the panel because I think he was just impressed by all the people he was surrounded with. So he was yeah. kind of asking more questions than the host was. He was like. That the host would ask a question to Pedro Pascal, and then he would ask a follow-up question, and huh. seemed like he was just super excited to be there. And yeah, like legitimately it was, it was, interested. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. We might we might get one talented Culkin actor out of all this. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. Home Alone was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was gonna uh, take a shot at me for that one. <laughs> And before I blank out on anything else, that was the only trailer. All right, Black Mirror, man. I'm excited. And a Red Mirror. What What yeah. do you think they mean by Red Mirror? Is it like more horror theme, maybe? Or well, there was one. They kind of flashed the the titles of each episode throughout the trailer, and there was one called The Demon. So okay. that one, that one, kind of looked like it was going to be like more horror. Okay, I think so too, and it, it almost had kind of a, kind of a grindhouse look to it, didn't it? In, yeah. In part? As long as they inter, inter, uh, incorporate uh, s- technology and stuff like that, I'm yeah. all good because that was always like the the backbone of the, uh, the series. To me. It's I, I'm I'm calling it now the Red Mirror episode. She's in a virtual VR game because she's a huge horror fan. And she realizes she doesn't want to be in there and is trying to get out. That's my they guess. Did, they did that one. Oh, ah, yeah. They did. Okay. They kind of did. With, uh, ah, Kurt somebody's Russell's kid. Son. Yeah. Kurt Russell's, yeah. 
Uh, maybe the red mirror is a little more, maybe that's the one where she's watching Netflix or whatever. And it's a little more meta, meta, you know? All right. But we'll, we'll see. I'm sure we're not going to be disappointed. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Yes. (laughs) All right. On to listener feedback. Uh, this week we shine the podcast spotlight on strange brew, a podcast, (laughs) not for the faint of heart (laughs) or the easily offended, uh, right up our alley. All right. Strange Brew is a dark comedy, true crime, paranormal, conspiracy, and anything strange podcast from the Great White North and United with the States. Oh, wow. Uh, If you love anything bizarre and unusual from aliens to serial killers, you'll feel right at home with Strange Brew's host. Uh, Then join them on the strange journeys as they drink and discuss the creepy and weird sides of life. Crack a cold brew and get ready because it's about to get strange. That sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah, they I think commented. I'm subscribe they, right now. <laughs> they yeah. commented, "Oh my lordy, you were awesome for shouting out our show. Thank you." So that's cool. All right, cool. Respect. We're gonna have to get those guys on, man. We <laughs> <laughs> started talking conspiracies. It's gotta happen. It's gotta happen. <laughs> and true crime. I watched some true crime thing this week. I can't remember what it was, but I'll think of it later, probably. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, little, a, blurt I'm out. not a true crime guy, but you talk, start talking aliens, and I get to listen to Phil ramble on, and <laughs> always oh, look yeah. forward to that. <laughs> I've done some deep dive into alien stuff. Yes, you uh, have. some. It depends on what the subject is. I get pulled in. Like the, earlier this week, I kind of went down a rabbit hole of Kobe Bryant death conspiracies. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Now there's like so many out there. Some are kind of like you're like, huh? But is others are alive? like, no. They're it's uh they're all conspiracy on why he died. That it wasn't an accident. The CIA, uh, just like Martin Luther King. And then there's yeah. also. Kobe Bryant conspiracies on why he only scored 81 points in the the, the famous game where he scored 81 points and not 100 because huh. the, the NBA wouldn't allow him to. Oh, come on. Man. <laughs> so so are they saying it was a beef thing? Like where somebody offed him or what? Um, There was a lot of uh, Illuminati shit going in there. <laughs> so, becoming too we're powerful. Going there, huh? We're going there. <laughs> And then there Little was always kids there. shout Kobe when they throw a paper in a basket. <laughs> and then there was talk of a of a lawsuit that he was suing somebody for for hundreds of millions of dollars, and oh boy. that one kind of yeah. got debunked because they they basically said it couldn't have been that because he was kind of on the the downside of that lawsuit. So right, it looked like he was gonna not not win the lawsuit anyway. So why you know so. I don't know. It, it's wacky stuff. And then the 81 points kind of led to the LeBron will never break the, the all-time scoring record. And they had all these like conspiracy theories. And it, it was, of course, a couple months ago. So, yeah, because yeah. he's done broke that. So, ah, <laughs> damn. <laughs> but and there are people, there are some interesting ones, but so after you read some of them, you just kind of like a lot of people have a lot of time on their hands. For sure. Well, check out a strange brew if you want to look into the weirdness. I'm sure they talk about it. Uh, and Brian just added a poll. Um, how would you rate the Psycho franchise? Overrated or underrated? And we're waiting on the results. So please join us on our Facebook group and cast your vote. Yeah. 
I'm going to say way underrated. Yeah, I had to make these notes like on Monday, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been a while. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and regarding sleepaway camp, Nez posted uh, met M E G. I guess Meg at Frightmare. <laughs> <laughs> So that's awesome. Was she there? Yeah, Nez was all over the Frightmare. He, or, uh, the uh, Sleepway Camp guys at yeah, they, they were all lined up in a row, and he was taking his uh, his uh, steelbook cover and having them all fucking sign it. Oh, that's <laughs> he cool. Probably, he probably dropped 200 bucks just on Sleepway Camp. <laughs> Man, I bet he's got memorabilia galore at his house, oh, though, no I'm shit. sure. No <laughs> uh, regarding the old way... Uh, Cameron Scott says, uh, I watched this one on the big screen during its brief theatrical run and enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, it's, it's there, not, there it's not go, a bad Brian. Western. And like I said, it's, it's always fun to see Nick Cage. It's just fun to see him act, but yeah, you wouldn't think he'd do a Western, but then you got to think there's not much that Nick Cage won't say no, no to. Oh, so. I could see him do anything. He did a, he did a Japanese futuristic western two years ago right he reviewed it the one where he, he blew off his testicles <laughs> <laughs> that may be the best scene in any movie ever <laughs> I went back and watched it like four times <laughs> that's a tough one man uh, tough I never would have thought when Nick Cage came out that he would be like one of my favorite actors right now <laughs> yeah because he's uh, done some stinkers <laughs> uh <laughs> sorry beat uh, <laughs> uh that's it for listener feedback um our intro and all the new logos come from steve carlton from the geeks and uh be on the lookout for some more great stuff from him of course our original skull artwork comes from natsulani and if you'd like to help us out please consider becoming a patreon patron we'll let you pick the movies for a future show at any amount and for $5 or more a month, also pick a commentary for a future bonus show. Are we still doing the $1 thing? Yes, always. Okay. All right. Well, not always. It's ending tomorrow. You have to do you it. Know, hey, you can always get a dollar. <laughs> but the perks for a dollar. You, you guys still there? Oh, yeah. yeah your your picture's right. frozen. I thought oh, you were just sitting still. All right. Well, um, you, you guys start talking about the new movie. I'll be right back. I got to check on the wife real quick. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you can always donate a dollar, but to get the the special perks, basically at this time period, if you do donate a dollar, you get the highest perks. The highest perks. You can come on the show with us. We'll hang yeah. out. For one dollar, you can pick a movie. For a dollar. And of course, if you if anybody's heard us before. You can pick any movie because we've done rom-coms, we've done musicals, which yeah. you never got over that episode. <laughs> but yeah, you get to pick the movie, come on and talk to us and reach all of our tens of followers. Yes. <laughs> uh, and on to featured attractions. Uh, this week we check out the brand new movie, The Boogeyman, as well as the 1980s The Boogeyman. When you were a child, did they warn you about the boogeyman? The boogeyman. 
He hurt bad children and did terrible things to their mummies. But you can't kill the boogeyman. terrifying nightmare of childhood returns. The Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. He's going to get you. And you. from him. We'll start with 1980, um, both based on the Stephen King short story. Uh, through the reflection in the mirror, a girl who witnesses her mother's boy, a, a girl witnesses her mother's boyfriend's murder. Okay. Uh, director is Uli Lamel, also known for Killer Nurse and Cocaine Cowboys. Uh, the documentary? Uh, I guess so. He's got a knack for names on that one. Yeah, that's the... What is what's her name? Griselda Blanco. Okay. Like uh, basically, uh, like the, the the head of the the cartel back in the the eighties. Yeah, Medellin yeah. cartel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's a good documentary. Okay, cool. Um, writers are Uli Lamel and uh, Susanna Love and David Herschel. Uh, the house used for the exterior shots of Lacey and Willie's childhood home is located in La Plata, Maryland, and in 2004 was severely damaged by a tornado. Oh. I, I thought it was in Amityville by the looks of the house. I know. <laughs> yeah, Brian, Brian, dude, I was, the whole time I was watching this, so I thought, is this one of Brian's Amityville movies? <laughs> it's, it sort of got that vibe to it, doesn't it? It's bad, yeah. <laughs> Um, Albert Zugsmith suggested to Uli Lamel that he should cast John Carradine in a secondary role in order to enhance the film's overall commercial appeal. And uh, Carradine's shot, uh, scenes were all shot in a single day. Uh, all right. Well, I'm surprised the movie wasn't shot in a single day. Who was John Carradine? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I thought he was the priest, but I think he was like the doctor or the psychiatrist or the See a Carradine Carradine? I don't know. I was just going to I was kind of wondering that while I was saying it. I was like, is that the same yeah. like David Carradine? <laughs> I know uh, there's a bunch the, of brothers. That yeah. act. <laughs> well, there's a lot of Carradines out there. Uh, Lance, what would you think about this one? You kind of get your hand already. 
How did, how did you pick? Oh, you just picked it because of the title, Brian, or had you heard of this before? I've well, heard I of it's it. It's still based on Stephen King, right? Uh, Not this one, was it? No, if it is, it's loosely based. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, then I lied. <laughs> um, I have, I have seen this one. Am I going first, or is Lance going? Go ahead, yeah, go ahead Brian. Brian. You, go, okay. you go first. I'm trying to still process this movie. <laughs> okay. I, have, I saw this one a long time ago when I was a young kid. Right. And the reason I went with this one is because the 2005 version, we already did that one when we mistakenly did it with the Candyman because we didn't know there was going to be a sequel to Candyman. <laughs> How many Boogeyman movies are there? Well, there's this one and then the, the one we did, the 2005 version, and then there's like two or three sequels to that one. So. Oh my God. And then there's the Rob Zombie remake of I'm Your Boogeyman. Left yeah. <laughs> um... This is a weird movie. It's <laughs> yeah, because Phil, the synopsis you read is not what I was getting really. I mean, it, that that is what happened in the movie, but yeah, they don't really the, explain who those people are though. At first, like I, it, there was a whole moment of time where I was like, "Wait, what just happened?" <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. you start the movie starts off, and it's the, these kids' mom. She's about to get it in with her boyfriend and weirdly puts a stocking cap over his head so he looks <laughs> he kind of looks like a fucking psycho with it yeah. on yeah that, and the kids that, are that, watching. that that scene reminded me so much of the way you guys described what what was that one movie where the guy had the the sock face or something like that the one i missed oh come on help me out here brian i'm hanging don't don't, don't uh, leave me hanging uh, man not doing uh, a great job of remembering shit tonight. Was, uh, okay, I, I I remember you said that it was like a YouTube star that was in it that made the movie and oh that uh, um the one it was like a smiley smiley yeah oh were they yeah I got you yeah so you get the kids they get caught pe- peeping in the window and then uh, they allude to the, the the older kid, the brother, gets beat, and then he gets tied to the bed, and the little sister frees him, and then she goes and stabs the boyfriend to death. And then the movie makes you think that he's kind of a psycho killer, because you, you flash forward to him working on a farm, and for right. a second there, I wasn't quite placing that that was his sister with him. Yeah. And then I don't know if they mentioned right away or it took a while for them to even mention that they moved in with their aunt and uncle because I it was was just kind of a a lot of stuff like you don't find out right away. Yeah, sure. They just stick you in the middle of a situation and really don't explain it, which is fine sometimes. But yeah, and it it was just kind of weird because it just sometimes I, I, I don't mind a movie kind of doing misdirects. Yeah. But it just really felt like two different movies, like two the, two different the, movies. I I saw like seven or eight jumbled together here, poorly edited. <laughs> well, Steinbeck was definitely in there somewhere. Well, you get oh, the brother, George. <laughs> you get the brother who you may think is like kind of psycho. Then the yeah. the 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 sister starts having these kind of breakdowns. So you kind of maybe think maybe because you don't actually see the brother stab. The boy, the mom's boyfriend. So you kind of like, is it the sister? 
then for well, some I reason, say when you said it, I thought it was the brother that stabbed him. Yeah, it it yeah. it is, but they just kind of made me think that maybe it wasn't because uh-huh. she keeps having these breakdowns, and he's other than not talking, he's just he's fine. And yeah, then for some fine, reason, yeah, yeah, for some <laughs> reason, uh, the husband of the sister wants to take her back to. Um, Hold on, my dogs. <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad Brian is explaining this movie to me. It's starting to yeah, make a lot I'm, more sense now. I'm, I'm kind of explaining it to myself. So. Oh, it helps. <laughs> um, yeah, he he has a great idea of taking her back to see her mother's and the the old house they live in, and that's when it gets revealed of this supernatural mirror. Oh that God. I was just kind of like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Maybe this should have been with Oculus. Yeah. Oh my god! The, the, mirror, the mirror that turns red, and then the pre, the priest is like uh, getting involved at that point. Where the fuck yeah, did it come from? <laughs> Which I, I'll, I'll give up. it. I'll give it credit. The the movie kind of gets wacky after the mirror part. Sure. But sure. I think I don't know, Lance. Uh, if you saw the same version I did, I saw a copy on YouTube. Yeah, I did. I did too. I went. I went YouTube. It was. It, it was available to me, but I went the YouTube route. Did you feel that it was an edited copy? Not really. It, I mean, because it just, there, there's a scene because they they go to the 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 old house they live in, and there's a family there, but they're selling the house, so they allow them to look around because they think they're they pose as buyers for it. And then the mirror gets broke, and then they take the mirror with them for some fucking reason. Right. To go hang it back at the, their house. You, I don't know why would you hang a broken mirror. <laughs> a piece of the broken mirror is left at the, the old house. Yes, yes. And then it kind of makes you think somebody's there killing them, the, the, the boogeyman. And there's a scene where one of the, the, the ladies there, she gets her shirt cut open. Yes. But it doesn't show her get a shirt cut open. And yes, then she, as, as tends to happen. But it just, just the way it was shot, I'm just like, was there nudity in this movie and they cut I, it out? Or no, I don't think there was uh, because I'm pretty, I, well, I mean, it's possible that I was watching a YouTube I, version I too. I, I, think I, I, think I, some, I think I saw some side boobs there. <laughs> yeah. But that was hilarious when, when that, <laughs> that lady's little brother popped in the, the bathroom window and he was like, the boogeyman, and then the window like slammed shut on him. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like not very fast at all, and he just sort of turns his right. head sideways. And I, yeah. guess, I'm like, is, so is he dead now? Because <laughs> when you meet when you meet him, you're just kind of like, he's kind of a little shit. When's he yeah. gonna die? Right. And then he pops right. in the window. He's like the boogeyman, and then the window slams <laughs> on him. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like that was a kill shot. <laughs> nah, didn't look like it did it, but. But it, it's I just done. It's weird because I don't. It, it doesn't really explain how powerful this mirror is. Because or really the, anything about it. Yeah, because the little there, the sister has a son, uh-huh. and he steps on a piece of the broken mirror, which stuck to the bottom of his shoe, which I guess brings <laughs> the boogeyman's power to the beach, and because he's flashing it on a couple. They get killed. Yeah. yeah. What's what's with the like? Wasn't there like a I don't know, like a s'mores stick stuck through the guy's 
face and then the chick kissed him and they were Oh no, it was a it was a kitchen knife. <laughs> was it? Oh, I thought it was like a skewer or something. That I don't was know what terrible. it was. Terrible. Terrible, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I thought I kind of thought that was a fun kill because it's stuck in the back of his head and yeah. she went in and kissed right. him and then the boogeyman horse <laughs> pushed them together. Their, their, all their friends took off and said, "Okay, well they're making out. See you later, guys." Yeah, well, they were like, at least the boogeyman's how, got a good sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, they were like, "How long no can they kiss for?" <laughs> but it's just the the story was jumbled. There, there was some entertaining moments, but it was on a. This is kind of horrible. It's entertaining. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I'm I'm explaining it to you guys. I'm explaining it to the listeners, and I'm also explaining it to myself. And I don't know what the fuck happened. Or yeah, mostly because we don't expect you to go watch this one. <laughs> yeah. Well, Which, I don't know, man. Based on when I posted on Facebook, I had like ten or eleven likes. I'm like, what the fuck? Is this like a cult classic, like The Room or something like that? Nez and all his bot accounts. I, I'll bet. I guarantee you, Nez gives this a ten on ten. <laughs> Hella good. And, and, and on top of that, it was kind of stuck in that weird time period. It, it is yeah. 1980, yeah. but it felt like a 70s sure. movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah, kind of looked like X a little bit, right? Like that same vibe feel. See, but if it if it had been done now, like I think with the mirror situation, they would have they would have gone into like a ring type situation where they track down the history of the mirror and why this thing exists and find out if, some kind of history yeah, on it. If, yeah, if they do this story of the boogeyman, uh-huh. you have to explain the mirror. Yeah, but they don't because was this mirror supernatural? Before the mom's boyfriend got killed, or did he transfer his evil spirit into the mirror? And if so, was the mirror magical the whole time? Or yeah, some good questions, man. A shitty bad guy. And then at the end, when <laughs> they're leaving the gravesite of, I'm was it their uh, aunt and uncle because they get killed? Right. And, I guess. Uh, Sure. And there's really a piece of anything. the, the, the just, piece of the broken mirror gets uh, comes off of the little boy's shoe, and I'm like, is somebody gonna rise from the grave from the little piece of mirror? Like, how powerful is this mirror? Yeah, it was like some kind of little like cliffhanger it. ending. <laughs> they don't explain anything, dude. They just they just there, go places and do things, and then people get killed along the way. <laughs> were there uh, were there any sequels to this, Brian? I don't think so. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> Lance, what do you think? But but how do you explain that it was the Amityville house that they were in? Isn't that weird? It was in Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, it was a mirror universe Amityville. Movie. Maybe. Ah, That's the other side of the mirror. That makes sense. <laughs> Man, I gotta I gotta tell you, when I when I first started watching this movie, I thought Brian was, was having us on, man. I thought uh because you got the music, boom, boom, yeah, it was kind of bad. And then she's like rubbing on her, <laughs> rubbing on her thigh, and like, come over here, big boy, and it's it's like, strange Brian, opening. you got us watching a fucking porno, man. <laughs> it was really bad. And then yeah, there's definitely could be the, some bush in that one. <laughs> I thought for sure. Yeah, we kind of got cheated, didn't we? 
I mean, we were we were we were teased. We were the ones that got seriously teased on that one. Because uh, <laughs> okay, so, to interrupt you real quick, uh, John Car- John do. Carradine is the son as the father of David Carradine. Okay. And he was in, right. in the movie. He was the doctor, the psychiatrist. Yeah, the psych. Okay. Yeah, I thought. Oh, okay. so. Well, I thought maybe he was going to be the priest. Because I saw like a picture on IMDb and you show the priest there holding a crucifix. I'm like, how is this going to fit in to this movie? Like 30 yeah. minutes into him, like it has nothing to do with this. But yeah, I guess it made sense once the mirror turned red. And was that Satan in the mirror? Or? Sure. I mean, it, fucking bizarre movie, man. And yeah, obviously very poorly edited. Yeah. Yeah. Had a sense of humor with the fucking spike through the mouth and the kiss but it's kind of like a dumb sense of humor like it wasn't really even that funny to me like and i mean to me to me renfield this year had some great horror slash humor oh, uh, yeah. shawn of the dead shawn of the dead had some yeah. great horror slash humor this one was just kind of stupid i mean like and, all over the place poorly <laughs> edited um, very <laughs> another copy Another part of the movie that just popped in my head was you get the scene of the the brother. He's working in the barn and that that lady comes to get the eggs and then she's like hitting on him. Yeah. Was he choking her because he wanted to choke her or was he being controlled because the mirror hadn't got there yet? He he, I, I hate to say it, dude, but that scene reminded me so much of Simple Jack. Yeah, when he was yeah. like, uh, you know, I was gonna say that guy in the <laughs> fenders and <laughs> never go full retard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I don't mean to be offensive, but I honestly got that vibe but from he, him, man. But after they destroyed the mirror, he talks again at the end, perfectly. Yeah, that's weird too. Where did that come from? Well, and so when he picks that chick up by the neck. He's like about to choke her out, and then he sees himself in a mirror, right. and it's like, oh, uh, maybe this is not a good idea. You know yeah. what? <laughs> so I'm like, I'm, are are you a psycho? Because yeah. I, I honest, Brian, I honestly think this guy thought he or whoever directed this thought they were making the, the ultimate masterpiece. You know, um, we just don't get it. It's it's just above our level, I guess. Fine. I I just I just don't get it. It, it this I, is probably like. Uh, this is this is probably like this. This could have been Ari Oscar if he caught a break, right? Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Makes less sense than an Ari Oscar film. How about that? Oh, <laughs> this 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 was a stinker. This was a stinker, boys. What'd you think, Phil? Yeah, I, I I it was just a kind of a schlocky slasher movie. And then but was it? There were there weren't even that many kills. I know it was like the a, fucking window that fell on his head. That yeah, he like moved it. Was <laughs> you, yeah. you had you had that kid. You had both his sisters. You had the couple right. at the beach. That's five. Okay. You had the um, aunt and uncle. That's seven. Yeah, um, but no real gore, man. No, yeah, no, none of the no kills are real gore. good. I, I, I honestly, I felt like the bird, the cut we seen was if it was edited. Maybe I, I don't know that it was. I think it was just bad editing. On I, I think the movie. I think Phillips right, man, because yeah. it was the same exact 
time to the to the second Brian as the as the one that I had available. But I watched YouTube because I was at work and I didn't have access to my other means. So yeah. I think this is the I don't think I, I think there's only one cut. Just like one cut of the dead, I think there's only one cut of the boogeyman. Well, and I watched it by other means, but I, I it's yeah. it's possible they could have just picked up the YouTube feed. I I don't know, man. There's no telling. Uh, this is just yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the runtime and matching it up with the the cut, the copy okay. on YouTube is well, the same. It is the same. So there maybe you, yeah. there you have it. Just maybe <laughs> yeah. Maybe they had to take scenes out to get a specific rating or something. Maybe because you, know, you know this you was know back in the this was in the 80s, which is coming off the 70s. Well, and I mean. Maybe Maybe the rating they had got the because you remember horror films back then were getting like the X rating and stuff like that. Well, I, I'll tell you this: the the second movie we're going to watch was PG thirteen, but it I thought it had more scares in it than this one. Uh, by a lot, like in the first ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's hard to get scared when you're laughing at a kid getting crushed by a window. <laughs> yeah, that's such a goofy kill. <laughs> That could have come out of like a comedy movie. And he says it's the boogeyman. <laughs> I was like, you dummy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I it was it was edited. It was all over the place. It was uh, I, maybe there's a good movie somewhere on the cl- on, on the cutting room floor, and we just don't know about it. But uh, yeah, what was 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 not digging this one. I got distracted and was playing with my phone and. Look up and see a kid get squashed by a mirror, and I was like, "Really?" <laughs> <laughs> or not the mirror, the window. <laughs> and it just it felt like a really bad '70s slasher movie. And then they just sort of threw yeah. a couple supernatural elements in there, but they didn't explain <laughs> anything or who anybody was. It was like people just kept coming on the screen, and I'm like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" <laughs> and then they they brought in a priest. Was this film before or after the Amityville Horror, guys? Uh, after. Yeah. I See, I think it was just a straight cash grab from that. Kind of like all the movies that came out after Jaws, like Gator. Oh, that. yeah, that makes That's sense. That's my guess. We'll see, I don't know. That, yeah. Who knows? But a lot I of think... people like it. Like I said, man, when I posted on Facebook, I got like 11 likes or loves. So there's a, there's a cult base out there somewhere for it. All 11 of them. Maybe maybe vinegar <laughs> syndrome will release a, a special version or something. I just looked it up, Lance. It went on pre-order. Of course, of course it did. <laughs> These that's... are like completists—the people who just really, really love oh, horror movies. Man. That is that that is my company's vinegar yeah. syndrome. They make a lot of. Uh, a lot of really good good releases on shitty movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, All right. maybe, maybe they'll have a director's cut. You can do a... I doubt it. <laughs> That's just probably long gone. Buried under a mountain of cocaine. <laughs> I have to get it then. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what's your score on this one? You know what? I'm going to be fair. Good. good. I, 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 I was entertained... Not by the reasons they, they wanted me to be entertained by. <laughs> the story was jumbled. Um, I honestly felt like some of the kills were kind of cut out 
and edited very poorly because <laughs> if you're going to cut something out, don't just... I don't know. It was just poorly edited. I'm not cut, an editor. Cut away. Yeah. Um, the acting was not good. But yeah. again, I was entertained because it's just so bad and you just have so many questions. So <laughs> I'll give it a five. Oh, wow. wow. That is wow. better than I expected it to be. Right in the middle. <laughs> Lance, what do you think? You know what? I'm going to be fair. Um, all kidding aside, it's, um, I mean, somebody made a movie. Um, but we do go on a scale of one to ten here. So I'm going to be real. It's a one. Ouch. Uh, this is one of the worst ones we've seen in a, in a See, long now, time, boys. Oh, I, my God. I have to ask bad. you, is this better than Two Jennifer? Uh, it is slightly better. Didn't we give Two Jennifer a negative something or a zero? or a Pretty sure I did. <laughs> I think there was one score of a one. Because yeah, we, this is, we, this we is agreed nice. that was a movie so yeah yeah i, I hate it, to say it brian but this was this was kind of in that camp for me man it's just really bad really bad yeah uh i i don't i the boyfriend with the thing on his head was fucking stupid man like that's not a scary bad guy <laughs> yeah did we ever figure out <laughs> at least make him disfigured or something you know did we ever figure out if he was the boogeyman supernaturally or it sort of seemed that way because they were talking about the ghost of the the boyfriend but how did they know also true they didn't do any research we could have seen that if they had come out with it today and done a ring just just go watch oculus instead it's the same movie there you go what the the oculus right brian (laughs) (laughs) and we're doing that one in a couple weeks i think Um, oculus yeah isn't that on there I don't know. I thought I saw it. Maybe I don't. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> maybe, I maybe, yeah, maybe you were dreaming of seeing that instead of this. That was a good movie. <laughs> this one, however, was not. Uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, are we sure are doing Oculus? I did. I did put down the schedule. There it is. <laughs> I'm gonna go three. I think. There you go. There you and go. I feel like I'm kind of just being nice. Well, to be fair, you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe don't watch that one. <laughs> when there are scary things we don't understand, our minds try to fill in the blanks. Sometimes the best thing to do is to face it. So this light is going to be completely solid like it is right now. Then gradually, it's going to start flashing until it's totally dark. So you can see that there's nothing to be afraid of. Okay? See? That's not so scary, is it? Just you, your sister, and me. You're doing okay. It's not for you. It's okay. It's okay. It's all just in your head. 
believe me. Don't you? There's no such thing as monsters. You need to grow up. I'm serious, Sawyer. I need to be alone. You're both having these manifestations. What is this supposed to be? It's the thing that comes for your kids when you're not paying attention. To me. Okay. I'm listening. Huh. Sweetheart, let me handle it. And we'll roll on to the Boogeyman, a new release. Uh, still reeling from the tragic death of their mother, a teenage girl and her little brother find themselves plagued by a sadistic presence in their house and struggle to get their grieving father uh, they wrote her little brother oh they did (laughs) okay well it's like imdb uh anyway to get their grieving father to pay attention before it's too late Uh, makes Um, no sense that's not the movie but okay yeah not really uh (laughs) director is they're they're Descriptions are almost always kind of bad. Yeah, uh, lately. Director is Rob Savage, also known for Host and Dashcam. Okay. Entertaining movies. Yeah. Uh, writers are Scott Beck, Brian Woods, and Mark Heyman. Uh, it was originally meant to be released straight to streaming on Hulu, but the strong reception from the test screening prompted 20th Century Studios to give it a wide theatrical release. Um, some some scenes were so intense that they had to be changed after the test screening. Really, the audience. Oh man! I know. The yeah. audience screamed so loud that important dialogue after the scene was lost. Well, just <laughs> give it some room to breathe, man. Read the room. Yeah, have a <laughs> have a silent moment. Yeah. Like have the right. people that got scared in the movie kind of gather themselves for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the editing was changed to put in pauses so that the dialogue could be heard. Oh, okay. There you go. Well, that makes sense. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Should have read that first. Um, <laughs> all right, Lance, what did you think about the new Boogeyman? Oh, my God. I, I, I really wanted to go into this movie wanting to hate it because uh, Host was good for what it was. Uh, Dash Cam, we had tons of fun with. Brian, I think you'd agree. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody ha- fucking hated her. But that was kind of like part of the fun. Yeah, that's the, the point. You're supposed to yeah. not like her. <laughs> yeah, and it went totally batshit crazy toward the end. And I I really wanted to find time to reread the short story before I watched it so I could kind of judge how close it was to the actual story. If it was either, you know, a lawnmower man situation or a ga- graveyard shift situation or whatever. But, uh, yeah, didn't get time. I don't remember the story too well. I read it decades ago. Um, I wasn't too disappointed with this movie, man. I actually kind of enjoyed it. Um, yeah, it was PG-13, and you could kind of tell that they were pulling back on a few things. But there were some, I mean, there were some really legitimate scares in this movie. There was, okay, so there is definitely a huge movement going on right now with movies about grieving, right? So you've got Smile, you've got 
um, you know, where grief follows you around. You got Smile, you got with the Babadook, you got uh, countless films, right, that we've reviewed lately that, you know, uh, it's probably not a big surprise or a spoiler that there's something here, you know, mm-hmm. that's sort of similar to that. And I kind of thought, well, I'm worried they're going to go too far in that direction without doing their own thing. But I was pleasantly surprised, man. I thought the acting, especially from the older little girl and the shit that she had to put up with at school after going through an absolute tragedy mm-hmm. that no one should have to go through, was she did a great convincing job. Um, her friend was a, a little, total bitch, and she was very convincing. Yeah, yeah. That, the <laughs> main, the, the older daughter was. Uh, she's on that show, uh, Yellow Jackets. She's great in oh, that. Oh, yeah. She's okay, like that the, She's kind of like the wild child one in mm-hmm. that one. Um, but uh, yeah, she did a good job. I I really felt for the little girl, and maybe it's because you know I, you know, a granddaughter probably around that age, and I'm thinking, holy shit, you know, she's got that little glowing moon that she rolls around to see what's in the room because she thinks there's a monster in the closet and stuff like that. That that definitely pulled on my heartstrings. I mean, there were there were some scenes throughout this film that that definitely, you know, I found pretty touching. And I thought they all did a good job. The the father was passable. Um, the guy that showed up, he's definitely a weird looking actor, which is his yeah. weirdness really Polka helped dot a man. lot. Yeah, polka dot man. Yeah, that's right. Polka Dot Man himself. That's right. That's that's who the fuck that is. I was trying to think. Um, yeah, without I mean, without going into spoiler territory, I was pleasantly surprised with this movie. I uh, I enjoyed it a lot more than I than I thought I thought I would. And there were some pretty I mean, obviously pretty CGI ish, but there were some fairly decent special effects in that that third act where things kind of went batshit crazy and. I enjoyed the movie. I really did. I got. I got to admit, I enjoyed it. I thought a lot of it was was the acting from the yeah. from the two little girls. I thought they were fantastic. I mean, I thought they were perfect. So, um, yeah, pleasant pleasant surprise. On Look my at part. that. I almost didn't expect that from you. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was gonna hate it, man. I tried to. I tried so hard to hate it. I gotta have a bottom ten as usual, just like last year, Brian. I'm gonna struggle, but. Uh, I, I can't that, that, miss it. That, that's I can't a good thing. It. Yeah. It is a good thing. Yeah, it is a good thing. Good for horror, right? Yeah, because I think um, I think the t- t- first three or four of my bottom ten were movies that any other year probably wouldn't have been on my bottom ten. So. Yep. I hear you, man. Well, what did you think about this movie, Brian? I'm with Lance. I I was a little worried coming in this, uh, especially. I'm like, yeah, it's a good thing that they they pulled it from Hulu because they felt like it needed to be in the theater. But then I was kind of thinking, am I going to end up watching a movie that I felt like I should be watching at Hulu at home? <laughs> it was, if it was on Hulu at home, though, it'd be too dark. Yeah. Oh yeah, Which, very dark movie. Lots in the theater, it works. Where, yeah. It being pulled and put in the theater was the right choice because of the, like you said, the the dark, everything happened in the dark. The whole aesthetic, the atmosphere, everything was. Sorry about the dogs barking outside. Um, well, that's good. That's work. Man. I got them going too. I don't know if there's a fucking helicopter over here or what, man. They're they're after me. Um, <laughs> it it worked for the big screen. It it. This type of movie should be seen in a theater in the dark. 
and it worked. I thought I agree with you, Lance. I enjoyed the acting from the two the two uh, daughters in this. Um, the the dad, you again, I agree with you. He he was he did what he was supposed to do. He was just there to kind of he was there to not be there for the kids. Sure, sure. So, but I thought the little girl, I thought she was uh, fantastic. She she really made me feel like she was going through some trauma, and was actually kind of was like, did they make this little girl believe that there is a boogeyman? Because that her and then this is not a spoiler. It's the very beginning. The baby in the crib. Oh yeah. Oh god, that scared, was rough. They must have did something to scare the shit out of that little kid in the beginning. Yeah. Because uh huh. That was, I was rough. Like, well, they started that, it out rough, huh? Yeah. yeah. I was like, it, it was rough, but I was like, this this is pretty fucking good because I really feel like these children are terrified. Mm-hmm. Um, the oldest daughter, um, I like I like what she was uh, that they portrayed what she was going through at school with with yeah. her fucking shitty ass friends, which I one of them I kind of felt like didn't really get their comeuppance. That was oh, probably yeah. one of my uh, least favorite moments of the movie. Um, the boogeyman, very CGI. But it didn't bother me because he was mostly in the dark, moving quickly throughout the shadows. Yeah, so. yes. yeah he doesn't. It, it's one of those where they don't really show the monster. And <laughs> I hope that. Yeah, which is good. It. Which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, David Dalstrand. I can't pronounce. I can never pronounce it. Polka Dot Man. Yeah. And I wanted him a little man. bit more in the movie. I know. He's so good. Well, he he played his part. He definitely yeah. played his which, part. Um, before we jumped on to record, I read uh, part of a little interview. He almost wasn't in the movie okay. because he felt like the part was a little too dark to be in. Oh, the, the yeah, about, it's definitely dark. <laughs> yeah, the, the character that he had to play and the subject yeah. matter he had to talk about. Right. So, but he I'm glad he's well. He could definitely yeah. play those characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I did want maybe kind of a flashback. Of excuse me, of him dealing with um, the boogeyman in their situation. Yeah, that way you could because I think I I think he's a great actor in the roles that he's in. So just a little nitpick, but overall, I took my daughter. We both had a fantastic time. There was one scene that got her. I knew it was. I I think I know what you're talking about. (laughs) It got her. But we must uh, wait. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was a good, um, good ending. It kind of may have kind of left things open for a sequel, or could have just, or could have just finished where it is. And yeah. Oh um, yeah, that specific ending. I, I know what you was. It just me, or did you guys almost kind of shed a tear toward the end of the batshit crazy part when the family kind of came together? Oh yeah. I yeah. mean, it was very emotional. It, it was well done. Uh, I mean, this guy, the dad was going through some stuff. I get it, but you know, he was kind of a shit dad in some parts of the movie because he completely just. Wait, is there is there anyone in this room or in this podcast that can't say at some point we've been a shit dad? <laughs> yeah, but I've never ignored my kids that much. Well, he was going through some shit that. We yeah, done, for for a single dad, his wife having died and trying to hold it together, I feel like 
he was actually yeah. it I, I feel like this was one of the first times they didn't show a dad that was just well, a complete I don't know. I just I don't know, maybe we just have difference of opinion, but there yeah. there's a scene in it when She's like, I'm trying to talk to you, and he's just, he basically Keanu's her, just, uh, yeah. <laughs> and then walks off. Hon, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know. And then walks off. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. The fuck, guy? But I, I saw what they were trying to do. He, he was dealing with his stuff to the point where, of course, he's not going to pay attention to the kids talking about a, a boogeyman in the closet, right. you know? Yeah. So. Uh, I but yeah, I and I that's that's really my only disagreement with anything you guys have said is I I, I really like the dad in this movie. I thought he did awesome. Yeah, yeah, All and right. cool. and I, he he ha- definitely had some moments where he was negligent. The movie couldn't have happened if he wasn't. But uh, I I feel like that he played it well, and it was one of the first times that I've seen a dad in a movie that, like I said, is not a total fucking jerk off. And uh, you know what I mean? And yeah. like he was actually like he did stop and listen to his kids and ask them questions and stuff like that a, a couple of uh-huh. times. You know what? I now that you're talking about it, I thought about it real quickly and I kind of changed my mind because he in the beginning, he was trying. Yeah. And I think as time went on. And grief was setting in and yeah. everything i think that's when he started becoming more distant so i yeah. I, I take back what i said that he and being of course he's going to be the last one to believe that there's a boogeyman you know what i mean <laughs> well, he's a man of science right he's yeah a psychiatrist, so. <laughs> um and i i thought everybody in the movie did a really good job yeah the daughters were awesome um i i really i loved the creature through I the first two thirds of the movie where they didn't really show it. You just maybe saw a glimpse of something in the background or some eyes. And uh, man, it was just really intense horror scene and then really great character development and then start to cycle over again through the whole movie. Like they would scare the shit out of you and they had some really good scares. Like I felt like this movie was like, Real horror tense, not just jump scares. It was like scary sure. situations. A lot of emotion, and, too. Yeah, and a lot of emotion. And because the acting was so good, they had really great character develop. Like, I actually cared about this family. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, I really hope nothing bad happens. And, you know, since I had kids, I turned into a big old bitch. So I'll cry at all kinds of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a difference. And I Makes took I took the kids to this one. Um, they loved it too, I, and it was actually my twelve-year-old son sitting beside me, where I like I could tell he was sort of freaking out a little bit a couple of times, <laughs> like right. leaned over. <laughs> I was like, "Man, is this? It's a PG-13 movie. It's pretty intense, <laughs> right?" <laughs> but yeah, I definitely recommend seeing this one in the theater in particular because I don't know how it's going to play on TV. It might be too dark. Where you don't see everything, you know, but in a in a theater with the sound and everything, it, it this was a really good movie. I was super impressed with it. I was very surprised. This may end up on a top ten list. Holy mm. shit! Yeah, well, it was a good movie. Uh, all right, let's give stores, and I want to hear about the the scene you're talking about, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lance, what's your score? Uh, it's 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 a, it's a solid seven, man. I don't I don't think it's going to end up on the top ten, but it's 
it's sure as fuck not going to end up where I thought it was going to, which was going to be the bottom ten. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed it, man. Seven, seven on ten. Brian, uh, this is a great uh, introduction to horror for kids, but still with enough there for adults, like the 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 whole grieving aspect and all like the the family stuff i think it'll pull in the adults and um like i said uh, there was a lot of cgi but that was covered up excellently i think with the shadows and the quick movements of the boogeyman and we didn't even talk about the boogeyman able to i don't know if this is spoiler i'll I'll wait so yeah i I wanted to talk about Uh, a couple of things about the 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 creature itself but i will yeah but that. I think if you're you're kind of working your way your your kids into horror, yeah, and you kind of want to get them out of the kiddie stuff and try to slowly moving into a little bit something a little bit more intense, I, I put that that in this category, and oh, um, sure. I thought everybody was good in it. So um, I'm not going to give it an eight yet, but I'm going to give it a seven point seven five. It's Very almost nice. an eight. Very nice, of course. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, there's a million thing in the corner in the dark movies and ghost stories that all or in the mirror. This, yeah, <laughs> that, that all have this <laughs> same tone and play on this same thing. And a lot of them, it, it, it just, you know, it feels like I've seen this movie before, you know, like they sure. just they're in one ear and out the other. You forget that you even saw them, you know, there's like the darkness and the, but you know, there's a ton of them and they all sort of blend together. This one to me really stuck out. Right. I think a lot of it was because of the acting. Um, and it, it does fall into that category, but, uh, I, I think it's, it stands out in that category and, uh, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm going to, I'm going to give it an eight and a half. Nice. nice. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's a good that's movie, what I, man. That's I what impressed. I gave Renfield. <laughs> it's my yeah. highest rated movie. <laughs> oh, that'll end up on the top ten for sure. <laughs> uh, all right. Spoilers. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. Okay, before I get into the scene that got my daughter was um, I loved how the boogeyman is able to mimic voices. Perfectly because it kind of changes in and out of tone. Sure. It's like like that creature in that fucking plant movie. What the hell was it called? The bear thing. The airplane movie? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, annihilation. annihilation there it is yeah. uh, I, I was thinking of the night flyer <laughs> the airplane movie okay. no the yeah. plant movie <laughs> ah, so, okay. with that being said the scene that got her was um, the daughter I think I can't forget if she was coming home from school she was coming home from something and she was telling the little sister you know stop bugging me leave me alone Mm-hmm. And, and followed her up to the room. She slammed the door in her sister's face, and then the sister was beaten on the door. And then she turned around and, and was yelling at the sister and walked towards the door. And you're expecting the door to fly open, but the boogeyman flew through the door. Oh yeah, that was and, fucking wild, dude. And yeah, then the that was a good jump scare. Up, and then the older sister wakes up, and it was a dream the whole time. Yeah, that, or, or uh, was it? <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, yeah, it like goes in her mouth. Yeah, that was crazy. It, yeah, and, and then you never yeah. know because oh, um, the tooth, the tooth scene too. Yeah. Oh, that was nasty. <laughs> and and a shame that it got flushed down the toilet because you yeah. know tooth tooth fairy money. But <laughs> oh, that's right. Could have gotten a couple of bucks on that one. Talk but, about building tension, man. You got a string wrapped around your tooth and you're one, t- you know. <laughs> oh, and then the boogeyman's an asshole and he shuts the door before they. <laughs> right. <come through. laughs> what a dick move, man. <laughs> but jumping to the end, um, it's kind of open ended for me because they sure. they finally do their family, their group um, therapy. The dad mm-hmm. finally opens up. Everything's kind of happy. Sorry, somebody's starting a motorcycle outside now. Um, <laughs> uh, kind of lost my train of thought. Oh, they're, they're all walking out of the doctor's office, and the doctor calls her back in, the oldest daughter. Yeah. She goes back in, sees something moving around in the closet, goes to the closet, and then the doctor pulls the, or walks up behind her and is like, what, do you need something? Yeah. And then she just shuts the door, making you think, oh, it was nothing. But, but if if it wasn't nothing, why would she hear the, the, the doctor call her back in? Right. Because obviously the doctor would have said, oh, did you need something? Yeah. She called her back in. I feel like that was sort of also the Babadook ending, you know, where she yeah. it was just. Yes. Literally point, closure. Yeah. You know, yeah, <laughs> like was, it's always going to be there on the other side of the door of the door. Sure, but she sure. closed it, you know, there there and, were some definite Babadook vibes in this. Right. Then, mm-hmm. then of course, you had the deal where the 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 once they found the she found the the wife of Lester and she said, oh, Lester, what did you do? Because she realized she he went and infected yeah. another uh, house with that. So yeah. you got vibes from Smile and the Ring and you know all that stuff. And I was like, oh shit, are we doing this again? But but they they pulled it off, man. They they did it in a, a original enough way that it wasn't like it didn't feel like a ripoff, you know. And the oldest daughter, uh, what's her name, Sadie? Mm-hmm. She uh-huh. has like the shittiest friends. Yeah, seriously. Well, one of them seems cool, but even she's kind of eh. But the fact that she would even hang out with that blonde chick after she was such a bitch. Right. Yeah. That was. I, I knew the, the the one that was supposed to be her friend friend wasn't her friend anymore because she was just like talking about oh we all haven't hung out in a little while and then Sadie's like when did we ever really hang out she was basically trying to talk her into she was like well they're your friends now I'm like no they're right. not this yeah. blonde she keeps bringing up your dead mom whenever she gets a chance. And yeah. I was disappointed. All she got was slapped. I know. <laughs> she got bitch slapped. <laughs> <laughs> she got slapped and she still was talking shit about your mom and calling you a psycho. Yeah. I know. Well, yeah. Actually, you know what? That was super realistic, though, right? Because she, like, went nuts and slapped her because she got freaked out. And then um, she's like, uh, she's a total fucking psycho and runs out and I, I've got enough young girls living in the house. And See, my movie, I know that's how my movie, my movie, the girls leaving, trying to leave the house. Boogeyman picks her up, yeah. turns her head yeah, all the I way know. around. I know. And well. then the dad finds her and thinks, isn't my daughter crazy? Oh yeah. Uh, well, we, we we may have, we may have a sequel coming, Brian. So, you know, be patient. Cause you know, he he found his found out that his daughter was on the weed because yes, he smelled the weed. it. <laughs> uh, 
Are you on the marijuana? Because <laughs> you that that one that one puff you took that you reeked of it. Well, damn it, Bobby. It is- in his defense, in his defense, he doesn't, he doesn't know it was one puff. He said he smelled weed, so yeah. for all he knew, they it were was, like lighting a huge bong or something. Yeah, but uh, a lot of the scare. Uh, you brought it up earlier, Lance. The the use of the the light globe, I thought was good. Even yeah. though I was like, "Damn it, kid! Yeah. If you roll it down the hallway, you ain't got yeah. no light now." I thought that too. I was well, like, "Why would you roll that down there? That's no, don't do that." And this was one of those movies where I was really better. invested enough to be like, "Don't do that." <laughs> but well, and guys, I also, you guys uh, noticed that was the moon, right? Yeah, yeah. That was it cool. had the, the, the texture on it. Mm-hmm. The whole time but, I was like, "Do they sell those? I kind of want one." <laughs> I, I kind of do too now. <laughs> but uh, this being Stephen King, I connected the boogeyman to Pennywise. Ah, oh, that makes sense. That's sure. Because Pennywise, Absolutely. before he eats the children, he scares them, you know, the, yeah. more, more fear. And he, say. this boogeyman was, uh, what was the youngest daughter? Sawyer was just kind yeah. of fucking with her throughout the movie, you know, imitating the sister, you know, sneaking up behind her, yeah. doing stuff to her and making her think her older sister's doing stuff to her, you know. Mm-hmm. So I kind of get get got the Stephen King connection there. So that makes sense. Don't I didn't totally. think about that. Oh Don't speaking of speak uh sorry to interrupt man. Speaking ahead. of Stephen King connection before I forget, that's one of the things I did love about hypnotic, going back to my cool of the week, is that it was obvious Rodriguez has read some Stephen King. Because there's a lot of shades of like um the shop. You know when they they do the shop like in Firestarter and other yeah. books like that where characters have abilities to uh do telekinesis and things like that there's a shitload of that in there i, mm-hmm. I got super stephen king vibes but sorry move on man <laughs> i meant meant to say that earlier uh yeah and i i the the creature design was very cgi in the third act when he finally popped up well but i like i like those little strings that were coming out that's so. what i was gonna say i like the thing it did with his mouth and it had like that uh uh, what's that other monster that they had in like the ritual where it, it's a big deer thing and it stands up? The, mm-hmm. Yep. I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, uh, but yeah, it had like a face inside of its mouth and it was yeah, like, sucking the soul out. I was like, you know, I mean, if you're going to go CGI, at least make it look cool. And yep. it, it looked pretty cool. So I'll give them that. It was it was a creepy ass boogeyman. But it did sort of. Yeah, you kind of get it vibes. Boy, if it, it could have been another It movie. Yeah, now that you mention it, dude, I I hadn't thought about that until you said it, Brian. That's uh, you're spot on, man. Mm-hmm. Stephen King does a lot of the same, you know, uh, themes from movie to movie, and the mm-hmm. same characters, but in different formats and stuff like that. So, I totally think that was done on purpose for sure. But anytime kids are the victim, man, it's always kind of scary. <laughs> you know, it's a yeah, and I they played on it and and they did it well and they found oh, a couple of really good kids to act. We didn't mention. I liked the little aspect of the mom being there because yeah, she did the whole thing with the, with the with the flame, you know, oh, here, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then to the left. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that, I don't know if you guys noticed when the the house was burning down at the end and she looked back at the mother's dress and it looked like it was filled. Yeah. Like had so, air in it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Although kinda, we did like get it. a we did get a health a healthy dose of CGI fire, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I see the old CGI fire, I'm like, Lance is not gonna like this. <laughs> I didn't even but, know it was really in this one. But it, 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 it wasn't bad at first. It was just that final shot of the whole house. Oh yeah. Yeah. Overblown. But I, I, what are you gonna think, do, man? It's, I think you just have to get 20, used to it. Yeah, it's twenty twenty three, man. You don't have the Saska sisters running around with uh petroleum jelly with like light up jelly running around in fire scenes like they were right. telling us that story what is, what is the sisters doing? <laughs> well they were telling us a story about how they literally had to put on like this uh what was it like a jelly substance, right? Oh, I burn. heard I heard you say petroleum jelly and I <laughs> like what kind of story did they tell you, Lance? <laughs> oh, they did talk about John Holmes trying to fuck him. Too. <laughs> yeah, can't blame you guy for trying. <laughs> uh, there was uh, I did read that they the director uh, Rob Savage tried to put a Star Wars toy in the movie to to do something with the Star Wars toy, okay. and I guess Lucasfilm was like, no. No, nope. <laughs> Wonder why. I guess that I don't know if they were gonna well. incorporate something like supernatural happening with the toy or something, and they just was like, no. Huh. Well, it is it is what it is, man. We got or we might got have, the movie might we got. It might have been Disney that said no. Yeah. Probably. Well, yeah, I guess they're don't the want our know. Star Wars movie associating with horror. <laughs> well, this is uh. I think we all agree this is a pretty good movie. Yeah. Yeah, man. A lot better than I expected it to be. Yeah, if anybody listening to this hasn't seen it, and especially if you have kids and you want to introduce them to horror, take them to the boogeyman. Not if they're not if they're not good sleepers though. It was pretty creepy. Take them <laughs> <in>. <laughs> yeah. You might you might be up a little late one night, huh? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you gotta face your fears. Uh, my son didn't like clowns and i took him to see when the new it movie came out we went in imax i made sure yeah Yeah. (laughs) a lot of a lot of looking at the floor but he he made it through (laughs) and nobody likes clowns that's why it's fun (laughs) uh you guys got any last minute stuff to put in before we sign out Uh, i think we we talked about both boogeyman pretty good one was uh a movie and one was a, a really good movie. Yeah, pretty cool. Possible top ten on at least one one or two lists, right? Maybe. Yeah. I think they made the right decision going to theaters. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. So uh, we definitely want to thank you guys for all listening to another episode of The Horror Returns. You know where to find us, um, especially if you were at Frightmare, because it's right on the koozie, www.thehorrorreturns.com. Um, at least Naz has some koozies now, Brian and Phil. I know you guys haven't gotten any. Well, nah, Phil, you need to fucking come out here and visit, dude. You're just I know, man. <laughs> but, uh, all right. So uh, social media, et cetera. What's, what's coming up uh, on the other shows, Brian? Uh, Stream Fiends, we are going to do uh, the 1990-whatever Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh God, Bob Hoskins! Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> that that little fucking Hopper. dinosaur head cracks me up every time. Oh my um, God! We man. still need to do um, for action returns a uh, Ninja Three: The Domination. 
Right. And uh, like I said, we have a Wrestling Returns episode. And uh, we got some other little things we're working on, too. So Nice. We are definitely going to make up for the, the time that we haven't been putting stuff out. But, you know, life life doesn't stop happening for everybody. So a- Absolutely. That's the way well, it goes. And for for act for action returns, lest you forget, man, I think you guys do owe a, a Patreon pick at least one movie for uh, for Lenny Lichtenstein. Well, he better so, figure out which one he wants exactly. Well, yeah, un- unfortunately, um, <laughs> you guys have covered some great shit. <laughs> so I got, probably do, he's got to he's got to find a deep dive. So uh, we'll figure it out. I don't think right. you guys would consider the fish that saved Pittsburgh, would you? That's not really an action movie, is it? <laughs> I, have to, I have to talk to Nez about that one. Okay. All right. Well, uh, again, appreciate you guys listening to the show. Next week, it's... Uh, okay, yeah. Okay, next week's uh, Psychological Horror Part 3 already? Yeah. So we've done The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, so it's not that. Silence of the Lambs? Silence of the Lands and a movie that I've no, I know we've been asked to do a few times. Seven. Nice. Nice. Good idea. I'm excited about this week. <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. And uh, well, I won't have any Wi-Fi, so I'll be watching these at work on my lunch break. But that's okay. So, uh, Philip, until the horror returns again. Good night. <laughs>